0: everybody, and welcome to a new episode of StartupRad.io, your podcast show with startup news and interviews from Germany.
1: Hello everybody, this is Jörn of startuprate.io again for you guys. Today I'm starting out to have something like a little series here because we've been approached by the guys of Deutsche Bank concerning the Deutsche Bank hackathon and right now we do have one of the winner teams here with us. This time we do have Helena here. Hey Helena! Hey, hello. Could you just tell our listeners a little bit about you? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm uh, Helena. I'm the product manager at Wire. We work on uh, the desktop plans, specifically in my team. So, uh, web app, Windows app, macOS app, and Linux app.
1: Great. And then we also have Gregor.
2: Yeah, hello, guys.
0: Uh, uh, I work on the web team as well. I'm one of the developers um, and
1: participated in the hackathon a couple of weeks ago. Great, welcome. And as Helena already said, you are Wire. Can you just tell our listeners what the URL is and what your company actually does? And then we can get into a little bit more about the hackathon.
2: Uh yeah, so WIRE is a messaging app. It's based in Berlin. It's fully end-to-end encrypted, uh which is one of its strongest points. Uh, You can read more about it on uh, wire.com.
1: So you're not per se another app that wants to do like moving money from here to there, moving money from there to here. So why did you actually join this FinTech Hackathon? And where does your messaging app actually fit into the the picture, like the financial landscape?
2: So I can take this one. Uh, We found participating in the Deutsche Bank Hackathon to be a good fit. Because of wires end to end encrypted messaging app, and we already had some experience of uh, building chatbots and we're also preparing to launch uh, we are also preparing to launch a, a bot API mixing those two industries seemed like a good choice for us missing mixing, mixing uh, the security and privacy needs that our um, covers and with uh, Deutsche Bank's uh, already existing apps and creating something for them that includes messaging apps where people spend most of their time. So as soon as we saw this, we saw it was a good fit and our colleague Seem applied us for the, for the hackathon. We also heard that there were many chatbot uh, applicants there. Uh, together with us was another chatbot um, creators uh, from Zurich. So it was quite interesting to see.
1: That is pretty cool for our listeners who don't know the financial landscape. So there's a lot of business like trading still using another chat tool, Bloomberg, where, where traders can yeah. communicate and they actually do a lot of deals over this. So Bloomberg is also half a messaging function and also, of course, a lot of people out there will know the English version WeChat, originally Weijing from China, with which you can even pay some stuff. So they they're much more into fintech. But you are actually there in the hackathon with the chatbot. Can you tell us a little bit more about what this chatbot does? How does it help?
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I want to give this one to Gregor because he can explain all the features that we we did at the hackathon.
1: Awesome. Yes, tell us the features. Sure. (laughs) So, well, we had a look at the the
0: existing landscape and we noticed that traditional banking is still focused very much on uh, traditional communication channels. I mean, if you communicate with your bank uh, because of the needs of uh, security and privacy, um, they still rely on direct mass mailings for advertising stuff, and you can only access your information via websites. But modern users, they don't spend their time on websites. They spend their time in messaging apps. I mean, Chatbots are a big thing. We, we see that in, in Asia with WeChat, and we see that other uh, competitors have opened up their platforms. But none of them take privacy and security as a, as a strong need of, Uh, communication and when you come to businesses like banks uh, privacy and security are very 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 uh, important and that's where we thought like that's that's the strong point we can we can offer with our fully end-to-end encrypted platform so deutsche bank uh, provided an api where you can access transaction data of users and we queried that uh, and i mean many of the Of the banking apps that are out there they have functions like financial planning tools that categorize your spendings but they all fail at actually recognizing what uh, those transactions which categories they belong to so you end up with like 40% of unrecognized and another 20% of like cash transactions and then there is no use in the planning tool because uh, if more than half of your your spendings is uncategorized you don't really know what you spend your money on and you can always set rules and try to improve that but it's it's a hassle and a chatbot is like the perfect solution to uh do that in a conversational matter because the chatbot can ask you when it recognizes a transaction which it cannot uh, which it cannot categorize and to help you uh make that adjustment much more easily instead of fiddling with an, a tool, it will just ask you what you spend your money on and you answer. And we, we did that in, in a chat interface, but chats, well, you still don't want to type the whole time. So we added a speech recognition thing where you could just talk to it and tell it, like I spent my money on beer and it would know that this is increased. So that was, that was the, the main part of the thing that we actually implemented during the
1: hackathon. And just one question, how much can you drink (laughs) and still recognize you saying beer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess
0: we should uh, run some studies on that, but uh, I'm happy to try.
1: (laughs) So So it's a challenge out there for all the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay, pretty yeah. cool.
0: So, I mean, we we, we re- relied on existing technologies like speech recognition and meaning uh, extraction, all those, but we combined them in a very, very convenient package. Because um, in in many cases, you always have a trade-off be- between privacy, security, and usability and convenience. And from wireless perspective, this doesn't have to be. Um, it's not a trade-off. It's not... Either or you can combine those two, and I think Helena can say some more about additional features that we have in mind of where this can evolve into. Because right now we were just looking at existing transaction data, but there's there's so many more, uh, so many opportunities these technologies open. Could we first
1: talk a little bit more about chatbots? Because actually, I've I've been reading a lot about it, and to to be completely honest, the first interaction that i really had with the chatbot was now via facebook when i followed the u.s election with the new york times chatbot and i found this experience very very useful because the first time i had like a chatbot in my mind i had those those horrible you know those horrible numbers when you dial and now press this and now press that and now press this and and you mm. still end up in the same area but if you do it smartly i figured out it 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 really adds value so what was your inspiration for chatbot where did you see good applications of this or was it just you thought about it and then you know what the chatbot should do should ask should reply
2: we were actually like any everyone else um chatbots started uh, having this rise in 2016. So we were always uh, following chatbots in the market. And we had some of our own chatbots. So Otto, which is our onboarding chatbot. uh, So you join WIRE and then Otto tells you like, you can do this and you can call and you can send gifts and introduces you to the app. Then we had a different chatbot, uh, which was called Anna. This is a completely kind of conversational chatbot that does mostly small talk to you. And users also like that one um, a lot. And then we had a Chef uh, chatbot. So we had several chatbots, pretty uh, still weak AI, not, not very smart chatbots, but we got a lot of insight into them. Uh, personally, I've been following the market for quite a while now. And um, usually people say that chatbots uh, won't be a thing. It's still a very negative opinion of chatbots. But um, I think uh, all businesses eventually will, like Deutsche Bank, have their own API and open it to chatbots, And not only chatbots, but also integrations and uh, all kinds of uh, options for them. This was uh, kind of a natural direction for us to go into chatbots because messaging apps, people spend, as Gregor said, a lot of time in messaging apps and especially in the if you think about emerging countries, they cannot install many apps on their phones. So this was all. Uh, this will also be like a big uh, room for chatbots. So people that are uh, in all kinds of countries that uh, don't install hundred apps like we we do with our iPhones and expensive Android phones, uh, they will use chatbots to do all kinds of basic tasks every day. So it's it's a very long topic that we can discuss for hours. But uh, for us, it's very interesting because. Um, i already explained, you have um, different bot platforms right now. The ones with the biggest reach right now being Facebook Messenger and similar. Yeah. So as you see with these um, other chatbot platforms, uh, you always trust the provider. So provider being the Deutsche Bank. And you trust the provider to handle your financial data. But if you think about all kinds of chatbot platforms shouldn't have access to your conversation with your bot. So already a lot of messaging apps are working on having like privacy modes, but that's not enough. So they can still read your messages. So imagine you have a banking app on a messaging platform and you're checking your salary every every month. And then at the end of the month, the chatbot platform that you're using um, to talk to the chatbot can see your salary amounts and can use it to social advertisers or someone else and this is uh, where we try to be very the highest um, security and privacy bot platform that exists right now
1: how do you provide security because what i first had in mind okay if this chatbot is really smart you just open the chatbot it identifies you via your voice and then you basically can do can have an interaction with your account even do. all of your banking at one point in the future with this app. Is it something you also have in mind?
2: Uh, yeah, we're working on, um, so our um, bot API or our, in general, API is now in the working, but we are looking into options of having a way to trust the bot providers so to trust the, the app that you're using within Wire. So we'll be, first of all, fully end-to-end secure. We cannot read your data. We cannot look what you talk to the bot. And second of all, we'll have a trust system. So you can compare fingerprints from the chatbot provider and, uh, on their website, for example, and what you see in Wire, So you will be 100% sure that you're chatting to the right provider, to the right bank, to the right medical assistant. And um, you will be 100% sure that we won't look into your data because um, if you don't trust our encryption and that we say that we have encryption, you can easily check all the code because it's open source. So there's absolutely no way that the, the, the conversation is not secure.
1: So you're not only providing this one chatbot, Right. Yes, we, we have uh, set up
0: a platform um, so um, we're, we're looking for people interested in uh, building bots on our on our app now because uh, we believe there's a strong need for secure bots. Uh, if you have bots on other platforms, there's always the risk that the company that runs the messaging service can look into the communication. And I personally certainly don't want to share my financial data with Facebook, for example.
1: Yeah. Me too. Can we talk a little bit about what you actually did at the hackathon? Because I do assume if you really have a really smart chatbot, even though you have most likely a lot of very bright people... In your team, you cannot develop it during the during the time span that's given in such a hackathon.
0: Uh, well, actually, we did. Um, so, uh, ta da! Uh,
1: I've pro- I've been proven wrong. <laughs> ta da! <laughs> no, you can you,
0: you can actually uh, check out the code. Uh, it's on our GitHub repository. So, if you go to uh, GitHub slash Wire App slash Wire Web App, and there is a branch called API Open, you will see all the code that was necessary for the demo showcase that we developed. Yes, we we relied on our existing messaging solution. I mean, we didn't have to build encrypted messaging during those 42 hours, but we did everything the bot uh, did during those uh, 42 hours. So we expanded our existing messaging protocol to allow something like uh, survey questions, um, we added the voice recognition uh, and all that. And it's it's not that hard. It's the biggest problem you have when building such products is to get the user experience right. I mean, you, you compare the bot to uh, traditional telephone answering systems. And that's the big problem, right? The, it's all about the user experience. And if you get it right, it's so much more convenient. And if it, you get it wrong, you scream at a phone that someone should please finally connect you to a real human being. And chatbots are certainly not going to replace human interactions, but they can definitely uh, augment human interactions and replace our interactions with websites that are very unpersonal, very unhuman and just clicking buttons and trying to figure out what you want instead of just getting there.
1: And how did you find the atmosphere there? So how many people have been there in your team? How did you find the atmosphere? And the most important question, how many hours of sleep did you get? <laughs> the, the,
0: the hackathon was uh, actually very well organized. Uh, I mean, I'm used to hackathons where there's like a few fat boys in in the corner and then there's Club Mart in pizza. But Deutsche Bank really, they hosted a very, very nice event at a nice venue. Uh, so there was nothing you could ask for that they could have done more. Uh, it was... Uh, like nice working space, everything provided, uh, good catering. They even had uh, had some bunk beds so that you didn't have to sleep in your sleeping bag in the corner. So um, this this was one of the most awesome hackathons I've ever been to. Um, and that certainly increased our productivity as well. Given the fact that we do have a fully end-to-end encrypted messaging platform working, we actually ended up sleeping quite a lot during those 42 hours. So it wasn't it wasn't like uh, that we only managed to get, get it done in time with an hour of sleep, but it was hard work during those days. But uh, hard work is only possible if you do take your breaks.
1: Yes, totally. What was it you enjoyed the most I bet it was the good catering, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think we enjoyed the most that we were taken care of so much. There was the help desk, there were the organizers, there were the pitch trainers, the good catering, the bunk beds. Um, The whole show was really good. Uh, Good drinks, everything from beginning to end was just feeling very taken care of.
0: It was very nice to have the the people that actually built the API we were coding against to be right there and uh, not just some marketing people. So um, that was really, really nice because you got like immediate feedback from the people that actually wrote the code on the other side of you, so... That's very, very good.
1: Okay, sorry. I, I'm a business guy. I do work professionally with computer systems. I'm just a user. And I do have a rough idea of what an API is. But for everybody out there who's listening, who's not a coder, could you give us a little bit of an idea what an API is and what this Deutsche Bank API provides you with?
0: So the Deutsche Bank, Deutsche Bank API is a set of... Uh, basically addresses that you can ask for information. The current implementation they have is fairly limited. So you can go to Deutsche Bank, you can authenticate with them, and then you can ask for user information. You can ask for addresses. You can ask for the transaction data. So I can go to the Deutsche Bank server and say, like, hey, this user, uh, this Deutsche Bank user has granted me access to his data and uh, please give me his transactions of the last 100 days. And then I will get a reply from the API that uh, with the list of the transaction data. That's pretty much
1: it. And apparently not everybody from all over the world can do this with every, um, exactly. every, every client that they are pleasing to just request data from. Exactly. Like, it, just give me the, the uh, last transactions from Bill Gates' private account or stuff like that. <laughs> no, no, that, that that's not going to work. That, yeah, exactly. The,
0: the first thing is that you authenticate as an application with Deutsche Bank. And uh, that's using a standard OAuth approach. So uh, the user has to log in with his uh, account data and say, like, this app is allowed to access my data. So that's, that's the trust model on their end.
1: I see. And not every app can just get in there. But basically you have to go through a process before you can even get at that stage? Am exactly. I right to do-
0: um Well, how this process is going to look like in the end, uh, that's something you better ask the Deutsche Bank because we were coding against like their testing environment. Um, so I don't think the processes have been finalized uh, on how much information and screening they require to uh, that you can sign up as an ask for data. But in the end, it's like every user's decision whether he wants to give that data to this specific application and for how long this access should be granted.
1: Okay, I see. So I admittedly only learned to code like Turbo Pascal and um, writing some macros in Excel. So basically what you said sounds sounded pretty logical to me and therefore I just would step off the coding areas and uh, talk a little bit about the idea of the final pitch. What do you think made the jury decide for you, vote for you so that you eventually ended up as one of the winners.
2: I think the jury chose the Deutsche Bank bot or assistant uh, because the project combines a stable execution that we had at the weekend uh, by the wire team. And it has a potential and basically inevitable growth of conversational bots. So people already spending a significant amount of time in their messaging apps will soon move their many of their daily financial tax tasks to messaging apps and wire providing the privacy security needed for such tasks, plus the already existing uh, bot API, plus the already existing messaging app, and the um, execution. Our execution was uh, very good and building it uh, the whole thing from scratch during the weekend. But plus we also had uh, fun during, during the pitch. I think uh, Deutsche Bank put a lot of... Um, importance on the pitch because we had pitch trainers and how are we going to deliver the message what is our public it was all rehearsed and planned um and i think a combination of good technical solutions a good pitch and um just uh, the way we delivered it uh, made us get the wild card
1: that sounds pretty cool so yeah. what would you expect in the future from continuing to working with them uh-huh. and maybe also from other banks where would you see some potential mm-hmm.
2: Uh, well, yeah, we do see potential. We want to combine wire strong points to so the privacy security with Deutsche Bank. I think all banks will be clearly interested in this. I think from talking to one of the organizers at the hackathon, he said that Deutsche Bank is the first in Germany to open their API. But um, seeing other countries and other banks, especially in Finland, where FinTech is very Advanced, um, they already have their uh, APIs on the way. So I think many banks will um, go into this and not only banking but also healthcare, Internet of Things, um, retail. This is all areas that we are interested in as wire to go for. And this was a perfect first step for us. So we will continue now preparing for the workshops that will be held this week with deutsche bank and we'll look into interviewing their customers during the workshop and we'll incorporate findings into our business model and see how we can combine things with deutsche bank
1: cool great thank you very much and i would have one more question for you guys each should answer separately what was so far the coolest chatbot you've seen what could it do not only from wire but what do what you've seen overall
2: um i, I think I first
1: uh <laughs> it's a tough yeah, question that's very good because
2: i ask the same questions to uh, the same question to everyone i meet that's interested in bots to be honest so I, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we did not talk talk about it yeah, before right
2: but uh last week um sorry the week before we had a bots meet up at wire And there was a lot of uh, bots enthusiasts. And one of them was also a guest speaker that we had at Wire. He was holding a presentation on conversational, designing conversational UI. He's writing a book. He's really good with the topic and he knows the market. And I was asking him the same question and he doesn't really know an answer. But personally, if I had to choose one, I would choose uh, Google Allo, um, which now comes on Pixel phones and they're basically building it into the into the OS, I think that one has big potential because it's already smarter than other bots. The translation and some features that I tried, I wasn't really amazed and I didn't really continue using it. But I think because of Google's position, they have the best. Um, they uh, it will learn the fastest, I think. So this would be my pick.
0: Yeah, this is actually a really hard, really tough question to answer because for me right now, this is this really comes down to the to the the, the trade-off that I told uh, talked about earlier. It's always convenience versus security. And I do like uh, the Amazon Echo bot a lot or the Amazon Echo device with the Alexa bot a lot. I like the conversational interface, but I don't like the fact that uh, all of it is operated on Amazon's behalf and that none of it is encrypted and that I share all that data with the company. I'm really looking forward to... To solutions that respect my privacy
1: sorry it, it's late and i just have random ideas i thought the coolest chatbot would be something i give him a curse word and he gives it back to me in a random language <laughs> <That'd be> cool. <laughs> cool
0: guys that should he, actually be fairly yeah. easy to implement <laughs>
2: <laughs> we have a we have a guy at wire that would love that idea actually
1: <laughs> if If you have something, I'm all in to be tested okay. <laughs> <Good enough. laughs> guys, anything important we've forgotten uh, I don't think we've forgotten anything.
0: Well, cool. and, well, actually, one, one thing to add, time. if um, yeah, yeah, actually, like yeah, if there if there is people interested in developing bots, uh, they should go to developer.wire.com uh, and sign up with us, and uh, we're happy to work with them on making other ideas, uh, turning other ideas into reality.
1: Yes, of course, and. All the stuff we talked about, there will be links provided in our show notes. Just go to www.startuprate.io or scroll down to the show notes and you'll just need to click on the link. Guys, it was a pleasure. Thank you very much and good luck for the future and stay in touch. Thank right? you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.